0: Good morning, everyone. Um, so as ever, we're carrying through, carrying on through the, uh, Matthew's Gospel this morning. And today we're going to be asking the question, uh, what kind of king is Jesus? Um, when we think of a king, we have lots of preconceptions of what they should be like. They should be powerful. They should be strong. They should be authoritative. They should be noble. And back in Jesus' day, that was the same too. Um, And the Jewish nation were awaiting their strong and powerful king, promised throughout the Old Testament, who would free them from uh, Roman rule. But in our passage, we see that Jesus isn't the kind of king that they were expecting, but the kind of king that they actually needed. So we're going to read quite a long chunk from Matthew 20 and 21. um, And we're going to start by seeing Jesus leaving Jericho and then making his way into Jerusalem um, on what we now call Palm Sunday. Here we go, Matthew 20, uh, verse 29. As Jesus and his disciples were leaving Jericho, a large crowd followed him. Two blind men were sitting by the roadside, and when they heard that Jesus was going by, they shouted, Lord, son of David, have mercy on us. The crowd rebuked them and told them to be quiet, but they shouted all the louder, Lord, son of David, have mercy on us. Jesus stopped and called them. What do you want me to do for you? He asked. Lord, they answered, we want our sight. Jesus had compassion on them and touched their eyes. Immediately they received their sight and followed him. As they approached Jerusalem and came to Bethphage on the Mount of Olives, Jesus sent two disciples, saying to them, Go to the village ahead of you, and at once you will find a donkey tied there with her colt by her. Untie them and bring them to me. Who is this? It's quite an apt question that the people in Jerusalem asked. Who is it that deserves this kind of reception? With a large crowd, with palm trees, with cloaks laid down, and a donkey. Who is this who receives such an entry? I wonder just now, as I read the passage, if you picked up on the many names that Jesus is given in these verses. He's called Lord, he's called Son of David, he's called King, he's called Prophet from Nazareth. There's so many different understandings and expectations of who Jesus is um, being thrown around in these verses. And the one we're going to focus on today, as I've already said, is Jesus as king. Because this entry into Jerusalem kind of sounds like a school panto's version of a king's entry. We've got the large uh, crowds cheering, um, but they couldn't afford the red carpet or the noblest steed for the king to ride. So we've got cloaks and palm branches and a donkey instead. What kind of king is this? So first of all, Jesus is the humble king. Have a think about this donkey. We're told it's a cult. It's a young, inexperienced donkey that's probably never been ridden before. So it's unlikely to be strong or well-balanced or fast as it carries a human. It's a humble ride for a king. But that speaks to the nature of this king. We know that Jesus wasn't any ordinary king. He wasn't an extravagant warrior decked out with the finest armor and weapons. No, he's the king who in a few chapters time will humble himself by being obedient to death on a cross who will lay down his life for all people. He's the rightful and deserved king who came to serve and not to be served. Humility is the heart of this king for Jesus is the humble king. And then Jesus is the protector king. Have you ever considered why, why cloaks were spread on the road in front of him? Back in those days, people would lay down their cloaks in front of those who would protect them. They took out their outer layer of protection because someone else would then be protecting them. The crowds believed Jesus was their prote- protector king, the one who would be victorious in battle. So they submitted to their king by laying down their cloaks. And even though Jesus wasn't going to win them victories in battle like they thought, Jesus is still the protector king. He is our refuge and strength. He protects us from the call of the evil one. And so we too can come to him and submit to him and look to him as our protection. And then thirdly, Jesus is the compassionate king. Think back to the story at the start of the passage today. Jesus has been ministering in Jericho and he's leaving the city to make his way to Jerusalem. But as he leaves, he's called by two blind men, two outcasts sitting by the city gates, left at the edge of society, treated badly by the world, rejected. And they call out to Jesus. They call out to the healer. And even then they were shushed and rebuked by the crowds. And yet Jesus notices them. Jesus attends to their need. In verse 34, it says, Jesus had compassion on them. He sees them as made in the image of God, and he comes to serve them. Jesus assures us that he is the compassionate king for all. So then what is our response to to this king, to this humble protector and compassionate king? Well, the blind men set such an example for us here. First of all, they recognize who Jesus is. They twice call out, Lord, son of David. They recognise that this king is Lord of all. And then they submit to him. They say, have mercy on us. And straight after being healed by Jesus, they immediately get up and follow him. They don't just submit to Jesus in their need, but they choose to submit their whole lives to follow him. And so for us today, as we come to pray now, Let us too recognise the invitation of our humble king to each one of us. Let us submit to him and follow him as our protector king. And let us ask our compassionate king to come and work in us. To come and work in us, in our church, in our community and all that we're praying for this morning. Amen. Let me pray uh, before I hand back to James. Jesus, we recognise afresh this morning that you are our King, that you are Lord of our lives. And we thank you that you are a humble and compassionate King, that you attend to our every need and that you are with us even when we feel like the world is against us. And thank you that you are our protector King, that you are our refuge and strength. I pray for anyone on this call right now who needs to know you as their protector. Jesus, would you be guarding their hearts and minds with the knowledge of your goodness and your love for them and your closeness to them right now? And Lord, um, help us all to, to submit afresh to you again now. Help us to walk in your ways with a humble and compassionate heart. And help us uh, to be your hands and feet to all those that we come into contact with today. And we pray all of that in Jesus' name and for his glory. Amen.
1: We start our time of prayer today, giving thanks and praise to God, particularly focusing on the line that God is good that his love endures forever. Then after Rory um, shared about um, Jesus and who he is, we prayed that we would have humble hearts like our king, Jesus. And we prayed that we would submit our lives to Jesus. We then looked out beyond ourselves and we prayed that we would have compassion on everyone that we see and come across like Jesus had compassion on those at the side of the road. We prayed um, for... People who are sleeping rough on our streets, that they would recognise Jesus as their King, that they would know his love, his comfort, his protection. And for all those in need, that they would know Jesus as their protector.